Naturophysics is a concept astrophysicist Leroy Larry developed that explains in down-to-earth scenarios how the principles of physics could have come about from observing nature. Each episode begins with a scenario, followed by an example to illustrate the application of these principles in futuristic research at the frontiers of science, such as Leroy's astrophysics doctoral research at Cinespa, Center for Space Research, and then concludes with an exploration of how these same principles could have very well been used by ancient cultures and civilizations. Mathematics is naturally encountered and incorporated as the exciting and fun tool of science that it is. Science is the window into our amazing world of nature, and mathematics is the tool to open that window. Natural physics encompasses current, futuristic, and ancient physics, and ties them together by the principles of physics that are common threads running throughout each. Greetings. I'm Leroy Larry, and welcome to Natural Physics, live from Costa Rica. Halloween is upon us, and this is our Halloween show. So I attempted to dress somewhat accordingly. <laughs> um, and actually, on, on the topic of Halloween, it's my favorite holiday. The reason being is that because it predates it's ancient, right? It really predates history. So uh, I believe I'm on screen share. So I am going to open up. Uh, Ray, please let me know if you can't see any of this. Okay. Ray, give me an applause if you can see this on the screen, please. This picture. All right, we are rocking and rolling. Okay, everybody, that's a picture of me back in California, uh, Southern California. It's before I met my wife, Tirza. And I actually created this character whom I called the player demon. Okay, now let me explain that. Okay, now, I always was intrigued about why All Hallows Eve was really big with all with a lot of the ancient cultures, not only the Celtics, but other cultures and civilizations as well. And, um, and they pronounced it South Song, something like that. And really big, I mean, huge in the ancient civilization. Uh, and so according to one of the legends, connected with All Hallows' Eve is that uh, demons from the underworld, right, would come up for that night. <laughs> so I thought, okay, if I was a demon in the netherworld and I was gonna come up and hang out with the, the mere mortals, hey, I yeah, I mean, I'd be stepping out for the night. <laughs> so, uh, from the head up, I'm a demon, but from the, uh, I'm sorry, from the neck up, there's my demon. And then from the neck down, hey, I could be a human, right? And what's interesting, everybody, 
is that when I would go to Halloween parties and there would be other people dressed up as devils or what have you, people always said mine was the scariest, right? I mean, you'd have the individual across the room that had the, the horns and the pitchfork and the tail, right, and the red leotards, but mine was the scariest. And I think the reason why is because I looked close to being human, right? But from the neck up, there's the demon part. So, and I'd wear the shades, which is kind of why I'm wearing the shades now, uh, so uh, people couldn't see my eyes, right? Unknown, mysterious. And the wig I'm wearing now, uh, not only does it give you an idea of what I might look like with hair, <laughs> actually back in the day, I had a fro. And, and I, could, I could really say I was 6'3", back in those days with that extra afro on top. But so the wig I'm wearing is kind of reminiscent of the wig there in the picture. Okay, a little history there. Uh, but yeah, I created this character and every Halloween, I reprised the player demon. Player meaning like just having fun, right? Playing, it's all good. Yes, exactly, okay. And you know, the one interesting thing about Halloween, everybody, you notice how there's other holidays that have been placed close to, um, let's say ancient holidays, okay? I'm not gonna call them pagan. Pagan makes you think of, uh, of uh, not very intelligent and just, yeah. I'd rather say ancient as opposed to pagan. So it means before, before history, before recorded history. So I'm gonna take a little drink of water. Okay, now the day after Halloween is All Souls Day or All Saints Day, right? The day after, it's almost as if there's an attempt or an attempt was made to stamp out Halloween, right? This ancient uh, holiday by this other holiday. And then next to Halloween, winter solstice is really big in ancient cultures as well. But you're not really sure if the sun is gonna come back. <laughs> huh? Um, not a good feeling, not a nice warm fuzzy, as you would call it. So winter solstice was big in ancient cultures. Just wanting to see that sun come back the next morning. Here comes the sun, da-da-da-da, right? So, uh, and Halloween, South Song, All Hallows' Eve, is right up there with the winter solstice. And I've always wondered why it was so big, right? I mean, you have the myths, the myths and legends that surround Halloween, but uh, yeah. And okay, and just like with Halloween, winter solstice is usually around December 21st. Can you tell me what big holiday is around December the 21st? Yeah, Christmas. So again, here you could have an attempt to stamp out an ancient tradition. Winter solstice, right? Very interesting, very interesting. Okay, now, also on the topic of Halloween, witches play a big role, right, 
huge role in Halloween. Well, we all have the, the visual of the old crone riding a broom. Right? Get this, everybody. And perhaps they were really intelligent women who knew about nature. They knew about herbs that you could mix and come up with healing medicinal solutions, right? They were very attuned to nature and the earth. They had a lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge. And unfortunately, you had people who were very, very intimidated by that, who wouldn't go for the yoki doki, right? So, the women I mentioned in our last episode, Ada, Byron, Lovelace, Mar, women of history, they would have been considered witches back in Salem because they were intelligent, strong, and you know they had to be strong-willed to roll with what they were rolling with during those times. So, yeah, they would have been considered witches. Isn't that a trip? How, how many and uh, ancient knowledge, which has been ignored, By the way, back to the witches, these women who were excluded from our history books, our his story books, you could pretty much consider that a witch hunt, couldn't you? Pretty much, huh? Hunted down and excluded from history. Yeah, I'd call that a witch hunt. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, back to the ancient knowledge being excluded. Uh, we're going to go now to Stellarium. I want to do some things, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be possible. I had made a video to show. Uh, and actually, it's on YouTube. It's called When the Cows Came Home. But what I did was I kind of uh, tried to gussy it up a bit. Uh, put some music to it and uh, take out a lot of the traffic noise that was in it. Um, and it's about a 24 minute video. Uh, and, and so I don't know if my edited version will be available to show. Uh, and I don't know if I wanna show the one that's there. Cause like I said, you got traffic and all that. Maybe, hey, if that's all we got, then maybe we'll have to roll with that. But but again, you can go to YouTube. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. If, if the edited version, the one that I uploaded before the show, if that one is not available with the music and all that, let's not play it. But let me tell you, basically what happened was there's these cows that are in a pasture not far from our home. And we have gotten into the habit of saving our 
uh, our leftovers of vegetables and salads and fruits and whatnot. <laughs> so over the years that we've been living here, we basically developed <clears throat> a relationship with these cows. I kid you not. I mean, if I can show the video, you'll see them running to us, to Tirza, and uh, we, we feed them. We got names for them. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me go back to my, uh, I'm gonna close this one. Uh, so, uh, uh, basically, uh, with these cows, right? And, and we've seen calves come and get big. So, one morning, Tears and I are in the kitchen, and I hear a strange noise out in our lot, and I just not really thinking in the night, but in the daytime. <laughs> uh, and these cows are in our parking lot. I am not even joking. And uh, the pasture where they where they are is about a about a 10 minute walk. And actually part of the video is me showing the way that they would have had to taken to get to how body door in the neighborhood. Did you see these cows walking up the road? And nobody saw it. nothing, honey. And 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 our parking lot has a security gate. And actually, there's a security gate to get into our our street, right? We're in Loma Real One in Huachipilinde Escazú. So there's a security guard with a gate that people have to go through. Okay? So Where was the security guard? Don't know. The, inter the security guards we've talked to, they, they didn't see anything. So these cows made their way, everybody, all to our own. And our parking lot, you know, after I'm talking about it, I probably will have to show just the video that I have, unless the other one is there now, because you just got to see this, even if we just play that part. But, okay, so what I want to do before we possibly get to that, uh, I wanted to bring up Stellarium and show, continuing on my theory, that uh, the spheres were used as a lunar calendar. It, they could indicate the phases of the moon by their sizes and also uh, their positions kept track of the path of the sun and the moon. And by the way, you remember last season when Mariella said that uh, people in the surrounding region gathered in the land of the spheres, right? I think it was in one of the historical records of one of the explorers of the of the territory. But when you think about, oh, by the way, behind me, check out my Halloween. So I'll show you more of this later. But 
think about it. Recognizing that the Baruch were able to tell when there was going to be a lunar eclipse. Yeah, I would say people might travel from far and wide to, to come there to those 10 hectares, those 10 square city blocks, a tenth of a square kilometer, and find out it's going to be the lunar eclipse. Okay, let's go to Stellarium. All right, so I'm going to go to my desktop and I'm going to bring up Stellarium. And yeah, I, I kind of think I want to play whatever video we got because you really got to see this. Um, I mean, it's cool when you have your own mystery, your own unsolved mystery. It really is, right? It truly is. Okay, so Stellarium is coming up. Okay. All right. Now, I wanted to show everybody how I got the uh, coordinates real quick. Okay. Um, I mean, true enough, in in that uh, in that uh, in that research document, they had coordinates. But another way to do it, Google Maps. Everybody, you see here's let me here's a uh, think there's Farm Six. You click on it. You do a right click. There's your latitude and longitude. Okay. So I just punched those in to Stellarium to get. The, uh, the geographic to Stellarium. Okay. Now I'm just entering. I apologize for not having this uh, set up before. Um, we were having connection problems and also. Uh, trying to locate the the two um the two files that i that i uh uploaded okay so okay now we have finca six punched in you'll see down here finca six okay we're at finca six it has the latitude and longitude that uh i had punched in okay I mentioned last episode that an interesting experiment might be to go back to uh, fall equinox, September 22nd. And you know how you can follow the sun and the moon coming up on the horizon and just make note of, of the time of each one of those and see if really day is equal to night. But in the interest of time, I want to I want to get to um, what I want to show everybody. Okay, so we're gonna swing around to the east. Okay. Oh, before I do that, before I do that, okay. Okay. All right. No, I didn't want to do that. Okay, there we go. All right. Show you that okay here are all the uh and just doing a spot check ray give me some applause if you can see what i'm showing <laughs> thank thank you ray so you see that the next so 
and we're gonna punch that in. And like I did last episode, we're kind we're gonna kind of think about how the spheres would be would have been used to predict this total total lunar eclipse from a, from an observation point of Farm Six. So I'm gonna go back to Stellarium. Okay. So again, that was okay. All right, so I'm going to go to my date and time. Going to go up to 2022. Going to go to May. May the uh, 15th. And oh, one thing I don't want to forget to do. I'm going to come back to the date and time, but I want to keep track of the path of the moon. Okay, I want to do that. So, okay, so now we got that. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's go back to our, um, to our date and time. And I'm going to go back the total lunar eclipse happened on Stellarium that will occur on May the 15th, 16th of uh, 2022. Okay, so let's do that. Okay, watch the sun come up. Okay, there's the sun. Notice how close the two paths of the moon. Let the sun go on its way. I mean, we could follow it. We could totally follow across, could totally follow it across the sky, but we want to see when the moon is going to come up. So let's go back. Okay. Okay, here we go. This is our Halloween show, so I'm going to really make... Okay, now, here, there's the moon. Now, let me pause it one second. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can rewind it. Can I rewind it a little bit? Okay. All right. Okay, now, check this out, everybody. Boom, right there. Now, if you take Stellarium and you click on it, it gives you the location of the moon. And if you're following my cursor... You see how it gives the um, azimuth and the altitude, okay? And also, seven lines is high, okay? Azimuth and altitude is. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, interesting, huh? They use that as a reference point. But azimuth and altitude is pretty intuitive because if you're looking in the north direction, azimuth is how many degrees you have to go clockwise from north. And then altitude is how high up you got to go to get to the object you're looking at, right? So again, here, it shows that the moon has 
this azimuth, and this altitude, okay? So let's just keep it rolling, okay? I'm gonna get rid of that. So again, software keep track of the location of the moon and the sun when they come up on the horizon. And by the way, those two spheres that are oriented east, I say uh, that's that Vaduka kept track of when the sun came up on the horizon on spring equinox. And biological extra, uh, extrapolation of that, if they kept track of the sun coming up, on the horizon on other days as well. And the moon, I'm sure they kept track of the moon coming up. And I'm sure they kept track of both the moon and the sun as they set on the horizon. They had their method, which were the spheres, their positions. And as my theory has pointed out, they kept track of the phases of the moon by their sizes. Okay, so now let's go and let's speed it up. So, so let's observe. Between May 15th and 16th, 2022. Okay, you see how the moon just got, there's your total lunar eclipse. So again, if I click on it, it gives and the altitude of the moon at the point of that total lunar eclipse. And again, the Baruka using the spheres, evidently they were able to accomplish the same thing. All right, now, um, I just wanted to show how with our software, we're able to locate heavenly bodies with the method that we use, azimuth and altitude and uh, declination and rise and, okay, so, I'm gonna, I think, uh, I think I've shown, uh, let's just let it roll a little bit more so you can see, uh, you can see this coming out. Oh, that's all right. Let's do it quickly. I just wanted to, I wanted you to see it coming out of the, uh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Well, you know, this is a Halloween show, so uh, tricks and treats and okay, I'm sorry, and Ray going over, but hey, if there was ever a show for me to go over, it would be our Halloween show, right? So let me go to uh, this and let me go down to May. Okay, and let's just go to the 15th. Okay. And and by the way, everybody, you remember how uh you remember how I was making the comment how um it was interesting that the moon was not completely uh lined up on the on its trajectory, its ephemeris. And I was wondering, with all our software, if to do what the Baruch were able to do. I mean, precisely determine 
the path of the moon with the spheres and predict a lunar eclipse. So while this is rolling, okay, remember that lunar nodes played a very important role in predicting a lunar eclipse, being that a lunar node basically represents when the path of the sun and the earth are gonna be very, very close together. Okay. Okay. You might... ...to determine a lunar node. Okay, well, okay, so let's just watch this, and then I'm gonna get out of Stellarium. We're gonna watch the moon going the lunar eclipse uh any minute now there it is okay and then we're going to watch it come out so at this point the earth is passing passed between the sun and the moon and now it's back to normal okay so i'm going to stop this all right and we're going to get out of a uh, stellarium all right and i'm going to go back okay all right okay so um the way that it would have been possible to locate a lunar node, remember, it have to be and the link where the path of the sun and the moon cross. All right, if you keep track of the point on the horizon in the east where the sun comes up and the point on the horizon west where it sets, and you draw a line between those two points, that pretty much represents the path of the sun across the sky and the same thing with the moon if you in if you make a note of the point where the moon comes up at night on the horizon and then where it sits rising in the morning between those two points that would give you the path of the moon basically across the sky and then where those two lines intersect there's your lunar node there's the point where the path of the sun and the moon cross. And if the sun is going to be by that point and the moon is going to be by that point and it's going to be a full moon, you have a very strong possibility of having a total lunar eclipse. Okay. What I would like to do now... And I'll just do commentary... Uh, yeah, yeah. If you could do that, Ray, uh, it's called Cow's Home, and I, I, I gave a little prelude to this earlier in the show. So, uh, in the spirit of Halloween, hey, we don't know how they found their way to us. So, yes, Ray, please, I'll stop sharing. I guess that's what I should do, huh? Okay, let me. How you doing? We have some food for you. Hey, Colin. And I don't know if that's Ginger, but bring them to her. Hey, hey Colin. Yeah, you you have the small screen and the big screen, correct?
you have the small screen and the big screen, there's a button that you have to flip the screens to, so you can have the large screen in front of you and the small screen down at the bottom. Oh, but, okay, well, the big screen that I'm not in is all black, and I'm in the little screen, so I don't, I don't see the video at all. Yeah, you have that's, to flip. That's my point. Yeah, you have to flip oh. those screens in order for that to work. There's, there, you, you have the black screen in front of you because the screen's got flipped some kind that's, of way. That's weird. I don't, I don't see the switch to, to flip them. That's just that's so strange. But as long as people can see the video, I guess I'm okay then. We can see the video, yes. Okay, I, I can't see the video whatsoever. That's just so weird. It's Halloween, okay. All right, so let's just roll it. And I'll, I, I, I'll know from the sounds. Uh, just make sure that people can see the video, Ray. We can just see the video. Make sure they can see. And you can hear me, huh? Yes. Now, you can't insert my picture into the video, can you? Yes. One moment. Okay. Okay. That's just so weird. I can't see the video. That's just, and there's no circle. There's I'll, nothing. I'll have to show you afterward. I don't have that screen in front of me. It's your screen that you have it, so I can't show it. Okay. 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 Oh, there we go. It was, it's not a circle. It's okay. Alan, how you doing? We have some food for you. Hey, Colin. And I don't know if that's Ginger, but bring them to her. Hi, baby. Hey, Colin. What are you doing? How you doing there? Hi, baby. Hey, Colin. Hi. How are you? <laughs> oh, look at that trot. Hey, Colin. How are you doing there? Hey, Colin. Hi, baby. Hey, Colin. Hey, Colin. How are you? Hey, Callan. Good to see you. It's been a while. Hey, Callan. Ray, can okay. you hear me talking? Ray, can you hear me talking? Okay. Everybody, I apologize very much. I had edited this video and uh, I had put music to it. Really made it very nice. But okay, so you're hearing the real video with traffic in the background. So what I'm showing now is we developed a relationship with these cows. Okay? Okay, now Callan is the father. He's the first the big bull that we met, right? I mean we're talking wow, six years ago. Maybe more. Okay? And he would come running to us. Tirza was the one who had the idea to uh, to start taking them our leftovers, right, from our salads and our vegetables. So, yeah. As you can see, I'm I'm gonna be quiet for a little bit and just let y'all listen to this. Okay. All right.
Okay. See you, Callan. Okay, now, uh, yeah, he's going to walk with us. Okay, then. Hey, Callan. You're going to get some cardio. Okay, then. We'll do cardio. Yes. Walking with Callan. Uh-huh. Everybody, they recognized wow. us. I okay, mean, then. they really did. He did. Okay. So, uh, again, I, I uh, really wish I could have played the edited version with the music to it, but uh, that's okay. It's Halloween. It's time for tricks and treats. And we're all good because for you podcast listeners, I'm, you can hear basically... I'm talking, Tears and I are talking to these uh, cows, or this bull. Okay. From Mr. Larry, yes. And cows. Uber or taxi or something. So we walk by this pasture Almost every day right, on the way to the store, something okay. like that. So, <laughs> and even before the neighborhood. So, when, when we first moved here, I, Tirza was still in LA. She hadn't joined me yet here in Costa Rica. Uh, and I'd gone by cow pasture, and there'd be cows there. And so, where we live, gave us the opportunity to really get up close and personal with these Happy cows. Halloween. Okay, I'm going to be quiet on this one. Hey, Ginger. Happy Halloween, Hi. Ginger. Hi. Happy Halloween. Hey, Ginger. Happy Halloween. All right. Happy Halloween, y'all. Y'all got some good tricks and treats. <laughs> so this was Halloween. Hey, Ginger. This was ha This was Halloween, oh, maybe 2016, 2014, 2015. Um, no, let's see. It would have had to have been... Colin, we met, uh, we met him, I think, around 2016, so, oh, 17, 20, yeah, 2017, I would say, or 2016, but point is, you see how we've had this long going interaction with these four-legged people, because that's what they are, they're intelligent, uh, they can they can show uh, uh, happiness as seeing you. Hey, look who right? up! How you doing? Come hey, running hey, to Ginger. you. Hey. Aren't all aren't all those hey, qualities that we hey, treasure? Hey y'all! Another individual being happy to see us, right? Yes. So, um, the, 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 the footage that's going to be coming up 
you're going to see Colin's uh, child. And we call him. Rust, but how are you doing, ladies? You'll you'll hear us. Let's see. Hey, hey, how you doing? You doing okay? Hey there, good to see you. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Rusty. There you go. There's Rusty. How are you? Okay. So this is Colin's hey, child. Hey, okay? Rusty. And you're going to see that he gets a whole... I haven't seen y'all in a while. She gets a whole lot bigger. Okay? Hey. And again, the reason why I'm showing this film footage is to show the relationship that we develop with these individuals. Hey okay? With these cows. Oh, look at that. Seriously. Okay, hey, and hey, this leads up How are the theme of this thank video, so which is oh, they, yes. they, they, okay. they show up at our home. Okay, I kind of, as I'm talking, hey, and I'm talking, hey, I kind of I feel like Marvin Gaye, right? What's yes. good? Those are fingers, though. You, I know they're not as munchy, but hey. Remember how they said Marvin Gaye was the first person to <laughs> sing with himself, claim, right, huh? on what's going on, right, where he would record one track and then do a track and combine the two? Hey, I'm feeling like Marvin. What's going on? <laughs> okay, yeah. what's going on is Halloween is coming. Hey. Okay. So evidently, <laughs> I took... Hey, with this with this version of, this This is the first, this is the video. This has been on YouTube for quite a while. Hey and like I said, I, I, I kind of, I wanted to make it, okay. I wanted to spiff it up a hey bit. So I put a little music hey to it. Now, okay, we're hey coming to, we're getting there. We're getting there, everybody, hey okay. There. It just, this is just to hey show you how they came to know us and, uh, and that had to play a part in them finding us. Because as hey, you'll Rusty. see in the remaining part of this hey, video, uh, hey, it's Rusty. about a 10 minute walk from this pasture that you're seeing <laughs> to our home. And so what's shown in the video is the path that they would have had to take to get to our house. And the fact that nobody saw anything is just, unbelievable so i think uh now in this video i do have some music <laughs> i hope it's not too corny but uh and when this music is playing which i'm not going to give away now i can tell you what i would have played okay well i guess i just had don't get a ghostbuster money. song <laughs> all right rusty I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah, no, they were all keyed up. Tears. Okay. All right. But. Hey, Rusty. The, the part that's going to have the music. Hey, Ginger. 
I had Ghostbusters and the Monster Mash. Here you come too. Okay. Hey. Oh, it was. I guess it was meant that way. How you doing? I had that. I tell you, I almost deleted it. When right. I uploaded the other one, I am so happy that Good I did not. All right. Gut feeling, everybody. Go with go with your gut. Oh, yeah. Oh yes. This is a time for that. Okay. All right. So um, I think we still have a little more to go. Uh, yeah. I drink a water. Okay. I mean, it got to the point, everybody, that these cows could be way up at the top of the hill. And if we said hey, hi to them from hey. way down by the road. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Colin. Hey, hey Rust. Ginger. Hey, and come running. I mean, serious. Okay, here we go. Okay, I know this might be kind of corny. Okay. Anyway, this is the route that they would have had to take to get to our home, okay? And the fact that nobody saw nothing, any, this is just strange. Okay, so you get a little, get a little show of our neighborhood where we live, Wachi Belinda Eskazoo. Beautiful, beautiful neighborhood quiet oh it's awesome I mean we have cows as neighbors right we've seen serious wildlife too because there's a lot of uh, uh, undeveloped uh, property here I mean you, you see a lot of nature here right in your neighborhood it's so cool okay so again and this is in real time you know how I am about real time. I know those of you who painfully suffered through my film footage of uh, going to the beach through the forest, through the jungle, while we were in the territory of the Baduka, to have that feel of real time and the sound, right? The sound of my boots, uh, my boot steps. So I know I could have sp uh, speeded this up, but it, it, it looks fake to me when, when, when that's done. I don't know. Uh, hey, those of you that will go through this with me, thank you so much. This is what I can think of to give you the real feel of how these cows could have possibly found their way to our home. The decisions that they had to make in order. I mean, there was a couple of, couple of points there. They could have went to the left. Okay, they could have went straight. Or, well, they could go straight. And you can way. Okay, and wait till you see how big they are at this point, right? Kind of makes you wonder how they squeeze through that security gate. Okay, so again, they had to make that first decision to keep going straight the road. Watchy Road, we call it. Okay, now as they're going up the hill, there's two points where they could have made a left. 
but they kept going straight okay they kept going straight all right okay very intriguing everybody very 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 intriguing and the fact that nobody saw anything that just and we're not done yet wait till you see after they get to our home okay okay this is perfect for halloween it really is yes and actually i'm glad that the other version didn't make it because i'm having so much fun because this was like mission impossible don't you think halloween style okay i mean really okay and now we have a theory <clears throat> about why they picked our house okay because look at all the houses that they're passing by right but they kept going they kept going up the hill towards our home they didn't go to any other house right and they didn't go well we don't really know if they went past our house and came back I don't think so I mean that's just that just doesn't fit into how cool this is right so when they get to our house somehow they know that we're there now we we have a theory tears and I that maybe like I said we were in the kitchen that morning we were talking but not loud right so we thought maybe they heard our voices hey what if cows have a level of hearing as yet undetected by time at a pasture and you can see this is this is about a 10 minute walk right as the cow walks <laughs> ouch that one hurt what are you doing babies there we go oh, okay did you get in here Hi, Ginger. Don't you eat my plants. Hi, baby. Hi, Ginger. How did you get in here? Hi, baby. Hello. What are you guys doing, honey? Can you get the remote? Yeah. How did you get in here? Hi, baby. I love you, too. Hi. What are you doing? That's the gym. Yeah, don't you eat my plant, Ginger. Thank you, sweetheart. What are you guys doing? Huh? What are you doing? How did you get... How did you get in, in, in a complex? We've got... We've got you an early Christmas present. <laughs> no, not my plant. No. Ginger, Colin. <laughs> oh, you guys, you can't eat my plant. He was not no. happy with that. No. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. How did, I don't know, how did you get, I'm, 
This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just don't know. I'm spit. How did you guys? Oh, that's gonna be lovely to clean. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You saw the gate. How'd they get in? Ginger, come on, Rusty. Come on. Come on. Ginger, get away from my plants. Come on, Rusty. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Come on, babies. Come on. Come here. Come on. Come on. We know that. Come on, let's go. We know that. Come on, Rusty. Come on, Ginger. Come on, not Ginger. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Bye, baby. We'll see. Come on. Bye, Ginger. Careful, sweetheart. Careful. Careful. There's a. That's a. Amazing. Come on, Ginger, not Ginger. Y'all made your way all the way up here. Hey, baby. That's amazing. Hi, Hi sweetheart. Hi, sweetheart. Right on. Yes, Come yes. On, I love you too. Come on, not Ginger. Come on. Come on. Come on, girlfriend. Come on. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Ginger. See how big they got? Seriously hey, Rusty. big, huh? Hey, Ginger. All right, y'all. Y'all gonna head out? Okay. This is amazing. It's like magic. I mean, it's like the they jumped over the fence or magically appeared, and we know them. Hey, Russ. Hey, Ginger. Y'all ready to go back home? Y'all walk all the way up here? Hey, Russ. Come on, Ginger. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> y'all having a Sunday stroll, huh? Hey, Russ. Oh, okay, Rusty. I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, don't get too close to me, dude. <laughs> Come on, Ginge. Yeah, don't touch me. Can't touch this, right? <laughs> this is amazing. Come on, Ginger, not Ginger. Okay. Y'all made your way all the way I'm up here? Dress like back. That's amazing. Back in that area? I am totally tripping. Only in Costa Rica, Pura Vida. Seriously. Right on. Seriously. Come on, not Ginger. Or Ginger. Let's go. There you go. You don't want that gate to get you. It's just about the... Hey, see? Gate. Yep. See, there you go. <laughs> totally amazing. Real, real live mystery. Wow. Real live mystery.
Cars coming. Watch the cars. Okie dokie. Guess they just having a Sunday morning stroll in the neighborhood. Wouldn't that be so cool, creepy, if they came to visit us and they smelled us? I mean, and they know they just followed their scent to where we live? That'd be so cool. Wow. Totally amazing. This will be something we will never forget. <laughs> Okie dokie. Car. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Ginger oh, and not Ginger. Oh, so, now. Hey, y'all. We were worried. Hey there. That they got in trouble. Hey, Rusty. <laughs> hey, for. Rusty. Hey, we got the game beginning yeah. hey, when the Mission Impossible music started hey, playing. So, how did they? Okay. It's almost over with. I'm gonna, and then I'll talk after. Hey, have you been naughty or nice? Hi, babe. I think you've been very nice. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yeah. Oh, look. Yep. Hey, there. Okay, so now I think the video's over, and uh, Ray, if you would buy some applause, let me know if I'm back on full screen. Thank, oh, double applause, thank you, Ray. Okay, so now, again, let's count the mysteries here. How did they get out of their pasture? You saw the gate. You saw the fence. That is heavy duty. Okay? Barbed wire. Mystery number one. Mystery number two. You saw the path that they took to get to our house that a person would take to walk from their pasture to our home. Nobody saw nothing, honey. Now, again, keep going straight. Made that left go up the hill. No security guard. Security guard didn't see anything. I don't know. Maybe the security guard wasn't there. Went to the restroom, maybe. You saw how big they are, huh? When they appeared in our parking lot. You saw the little bitty narrow entrance to our neighborhood, the security gate. Okay, so they had to maneuver their way through that. On their going up the hill, you had a street to the left, a cul-de-sac. They kept going straight. You had another cul-de-sac. They kept going straight. They found their way to our home. You saw our security gate, where they do jump over the gate, huh? And no neighbors who we asked saw anything. How cool, creepy is that? Perfect for Halloween. 
So I'm actually glad that I played that the video that we played played because it, it was the real deal, right? Is what we taped, right? What we videoed on the spot, no music. I put in the cheesy Mission Impossible, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it worked out good. So again, ama imagine our amazement that Sunday morning where I hear something in the parking lot and I think, oh, okay, let me just look, just make sure somebody's coming or going. And there they are, everybody, looking up too, looking up at our apartment, right? So um, it's just so cool to have a mystery like that happen to you. And we, we've been following up on it. I mean, one thing is for sure, there's an explanation, right? The fact that they physically appeared here from point A to point B said that they did it in some way. And we just have to find out what that way is. The same thing with the spheres. Now, as I have my Halloween outfit on and I say, now I'm an astrophysicist and what a the mystic, totally incomprehensible distances in outer space would be black holes, I mean quasars, objects that I'm sure we haven't seen. And remember, dark energy and dark matter, according to what astrophysicists believe, we've only observed, I believe, 6% of the observable universe. I mean, we've only observed 6% of the universe. There's 94% that we haven't, which supposedly consists of what it is. It's kind of like when Mariella said that the head archaeologist at the National Museum of History, see there, I did it again, the National Museum of Costa Rica said that special signs were used spheres, but there was no description given of what those instruments might look like. It's the same kind of thing. And all those exotic objects in space, with our technology, we're never going to get out there to get up close and personal, right? Think, let me take Ray again. Hey, if, if ever I'm going to go over, let it be on coming up to Halloween, right? <laughs> Okay, okay, now, imagine your front door is Earth, front door of your house, and imagine to the moon is from your front door to the street, to the curb, okay, in our cosmic neighborhood. We've only, as humans, yes, we've sent deep space probes, robots, to go where we can't go yet, may never be able to go with our current technology. But as humans, we've only been from our front door down to the curb, to the sidewalk. We're talking about going to Mars, which would be down to the corner. Okay, across the street. And we certainly have been all the block. We have not been anywhere in our cosmic neighborhood. Nowhere. The spheres are right 
here. They're right here on earth. The solution to their mystery is here on earth. Now, it might be in the ground. I, I believe there's, there's things in the ground. Into the earth, think about it. I don't know how far deep the deepest five to ten miles. I don't know, but when you think about the radius of the earth, we, we've just barely, excuse the pun, scratched the surface. We don't know what's in the ground, okay? It's just like being at the bottom of the ocean. We haven't been, we don't know what's down there. Both are alien worlds, the bottom of the ocean and deep into the earth. I'm, I'm sure there's things that would just trip us out. And you know, uh, let's see, I'm gonna, you know what? No, I'll just stay like this because maybe next episode, uh, there's a device called the Enticerta device, which was found off the shore of Greece. And it's dated, it was found in 1901. I was gonna show a picture of that, but uh, it's dated to 700, uh, I believe from 200 before common era to maybe 700 after common era, ancient. But it could, pre it, basically it was, a, it was a mechanical computer. Okay, it had gears and it was used evidently to predict eclipses and equinoxes, the seasons, the earth, right? And moon, nature, right? Remember I said last step, natural physics. Okay, so um, I think I'm gonna end with that. Oh, another video that I was gonna show that did, I did, it, it didn't get a chance to upload was um, I had some video of one of our Halloweens here where um, the kids in, in our neighborhood. Now, these kids, okay, you remember that when the cows were walking, uh, the video showing how they would have had to have gotten here and that street, that busy road? Okay, further back is the barrio, right? Serious straight up barrio. Uh, and, and so uh, when we first moved here, our first Halloween, We didn't, we had no idea. I decorated every year as I did. Oh, you know, I'll have to show you. You see behind me, yeah, see there's some of my, my, uh, my Halloween stuff going on, okay. Uh, let's see, okay. Um, let's see, let me kind of, like I did this, like I did this uh, at Equinox, I got behind me, right? Yeah, I got some Halloween going on. Okay, all right. Yeah, and other artifacts. Okay. Um, so what I wanted to say was that with our current technology, we will never be able to go out and get up close and uh, personal to a black hole. We will never be able to get close to a quasar. I mean, we've been nowhere. We're trying to get to Mars, right? Uh, but the spheres, they're just as enigmatic as a black hole. They're just as mysterious as a quasar. They're just as unknown as deep space. But instead of being separated by the seas of space, we're separated that we're separate. 
the seas of outer space. What separates us from the spheres is the sea of time. <laughs> oh, you know, I wanted to say that phrase. So they're right here, though. We have a chance. We have a chance to talk to the people who would have the best idea to tell us how they were reused. And I have my theory now, right? I have developed my theory based on physics and mathematics of how they were used to predict lunar eclipses as a lunar calendar. So now what remains is to talk to the Baruka. Okay, we have gone over and um, thank you for uh, joining me for our Halloween show and tune in next week, same fat time. And by the way, happy Halloween. Have a great Halloween. And while I'm on that, Halloweenizations and cultures develop their knowledge of the moon. And how they were able to do what they were able to do in terms of predicting uh, lunar eclipses and solar eclipses for that matter. Okay. That same ancient knowledge, for some reason, uh, gave a lot of account, a lot of notice to Halloween, to all Hallow's Eve. There must have been a reason, okay? There must, for the, the same civilizations and cultures that gave and figured out the equation of the earth, the seasons, when to plant their crops, when to survive, how to survive. They gave great recognition to All Hallows' Eve. I wonder what that could have been. And with that, I will leave you. Happy Halloween, happy All Hallows' Eve, and tune in next week. Same fat time, same fat channel. Thank you.